We're back. After two years of straight, uninterrupted Healthcare 360 podcast, week after week, Michelle, the magic maker herself, finally convinced me to take some time away from the microphone, even from social media. And I have to tell you, Nation, it feels great. It really does. Which brings us back to this moment in today's episode, which is full of golden nuggets that will energize our journey as we continue to reimagine our healthcare together. Our guest for 97 is Tim James, who has a very cool and relatable story, and our dynamic conversation covers a lot of ground, and his four core secrets that he shares with us, I believe in my opinion, are life-changing, and are a great foundation for anyone looking to upgrade to the next version of themselves. For more information, you can visit and check out Tim's website at chemicalfreebody.com. Are you new to Healthcare 360? Are you curious about some of our Life Changes sponsored affiliates such as Root Brands, Analama Water Wand, and even Black Oxygen Organics? Have inflammation of the gut, Crohn's disease, cardiovascular issues, dark bags under your eyes? Well, the feedback is crazy, crazy, and the results are nothing short of amazing. Head on over to scottyburgess.com forward slash shop to learn more. And if you have any questions at any time, shoot me an email at burgess at scottyburgess.com and I promise to get back to you within 24 hours. Nation, your topic suggestions are awesome and because of that, our upcoming discussions are truly next level. So keep them coming as we're all ears as we appreciate the contribution. Head on over to scottyburgess.com and schedule a meeting with me personally. If Facebook is more convenient, continue to use the Facebook Messenger chat bubble located in the lower right-hand corner at scottyburgess.com. While you're visiting scottyburgess.com, check out our Facebook community, the best and brightest of Healthcare 360. And if you haven't already signed up, what are you waiting for? This is where I reveal everything that matters, so sign up today. Now, let's jump into our conversation with Tim James. And as always, thanks for listening. I haven't personally had healthcare insurance since probably 2008. Wow. My insurance is... I freaking geek. I mean, look, I got wheatgrass behind me, dude. Like, I'm, I got fresh air coming in right now. <laughs> I grow it. I put wheatgrass up my ass. I'm proud of it. There's all kinds. Of, I, I'm all about hacking health. Least amount. I got, God, so many cool things. Like, I can't wait to share all this shit with you. Nation, welcome back to another episode of Healthcare 360. Always appreciate you being here. We got the one and only Tim James here on the line, and you can find him at Chemical Free Body. I know once you hear the story, you're going to want to dive right into this. Once you go to chemicalfreebody.com, code healthcare360, you'll hook it up. Uh, he's going to talk to us all about wheatgrass, sprouted food, his story, where he came from, his professional career, all the above. At the same time, if you're going to follow him on Apple Podcast, uh, you can find him at the Health Hero Show at the same time. He has some great episodes, some really cool people. Just different. So everyone knows our show is all about the what if and the atypical and bringing new ideas. Tim's the same way. Tim was introduced to me by Justin Franson, who was talking about EMF rocks and 5G and what we really don't know because we can't see it. Tim and I spoke yesterday, hit it off. Here he is. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to share. Well, what do you want to share first? That's a good starter because <laughs> yesterday well, we, went, we went off the rocker. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you and I, this could be a, literally we could do like a 24 hour marathon podcast. It'd be easy. Well, you know, you know what I want to do, which I think we should probably just state this now is we both have StreamYard. After the show, 
we'll just do a live stream and we'll continue that. So let's let's reserve a little bit of those hours for some live streaming so we can keep, okay. keep the interest going. <laughs> I've done this so long. I started podcasting last year. I did a whole year's worth of podcasting and the clients that have come to us, basically my story is what has really hit home with them. So I'll probably just share my story because it's a real thing. I grew up over in Eastern Oregon on a small cattle and hay farm. Uh, we had Hereford cattle and some grass hay, a little bit of alfalfa. You know, I grew up on the standard American diet. I was hunting and fishing. So I'm total redneck. <laughs> if it flies, it dies. It's brown, it's down. I mean, we were shooting everything. Chuckers, pheasants, quail, ducks, geese, deer, elk, everything. So meat was a big part of my life. By the age of 37, I found myself uh, 38 pounds overweight. I had eczema on both of my elbows, my knee. It was bleeding and cracking. Like if I went over to your house, I'd bleed and crack on your couch or the walls. I was cleaning that up all the time. It was embarrassing to take my shirt off of the beach anymore. I felt like salamander man. Um, I had an acid reflux really bad. So the doctor wanted me to go on Prilosec, but I didn't, that sounded weird. I didn't do it. I was just like, I'll stick to Tums and Rolaids. So I was just pounding Tums and Rolaids 24 seven, terrible acid reflux. And then finally I started bleeding rectally. So every time I poop, I would bleed and it was very painful. That's why my shirt, for those of you listening, you can't see it, but if you're on YouTube or these visual channels, you can see it says love when you poop. And we have these shirts and people love them. And it's because I didn't love it at all. It's like, oh my God, I got to go to the bathroom. It's like, like on a one to 10, one being no pain, 10 being extreme pain, shoot me. I was about a six or a seven when I poop Damn. and then blood would follow. Imagine every day, twice a day for two and a half years, boom, boom, pain, 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 bleeding. So I'm bleeding rectally. My elbows are bleeding. My knees bleeding. As a financial advisor, I, I had to start wearing black shirts because the white ones were getting ruined from the blood. It was itchy. As an athlete playing baseball for 30 years, my athleticism had waned. I couldn't even run around to track one lap. I'd have been dead. I barely go walk my dog. And then it got worse. Then on a vacation, I had to have an organ removed when we were in Northern Peru in a town called Tumbes. Beautiful beach. We planned it out for a year. I had to get life driven basically six hours in the middle of the night in this bumpy road. Every single bump hurt. I got to the town in Peora and they put me on an examination table and there's flies buzzing around above me. I'm thinking, oh my God, like I was freaking freaking out, dude. I'm like, shit, am I going to make it? And um, luckily my wife's at the time's dad was a physician. He ran a big hospital in Lima. So he had his whole staff set up. He's like, we're not going to have him operate on you here. They doped me up and they put me on a plane, which you should never do. And then they flew me into Lima. And then I got on a taxi and went right into surgery. I spent the rest of my vacation in hospital and then I got wheelchaired back into the United States. And that lesson, what I learned from that was is that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. Yeah. I ruined everybody's vacation. Not that my health wasn't worth more than their vacation, but if I had learned and knew basic fundamentals that I teach now, I would have never been in that situation. We would have had a great vacation and been fine. Right. right. But you know, everything in life happens for a reason. So I come back. And then right after that, a buddy on my baseball team, Clay Mahoy, he gets diagnosed with stomach cancer. He goes chemo, radiation, surgery, that kind of stuff. And he dies. And I remember in hospice, he was 80 pounds under his weight. He looked like a, somebody from Auschwitz. It just looked terrible. And he left three little boys behind. So we had a bunch of tough baseball players at the church crying and doing a fundraiser because he didn't have any insurance, which we were talking about earlier, you know, having health insurance. Yeah, yeah. So that sucked. And then a few years after that, one of my good friends, Charles, gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is this supposedly incurable blood cancer. Took me probably three years to learn how to pronounce that thing right. You know, it's like <laughs> weird. How do you, what, what do you got? And all I knew is this probably another friend was going to die. Now my grandma had died of brain cancer. 
That was horrible. My aunt had died of skin cancer. That was horrible. My mom took care of her, all this stuff. And they were older though, you know? So when you get older, you think, yeah, you die of something, right? Right. But these people were dropping in their 40s. And here I am coming up right behind them. Now I'm 40. My friend's sick. I was 37 at the time when Charles got diagnosed. He was 43. And he said, hey, I'm going to go to this place in West Palm Beach, Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. They're this like detox nutrition clinic. They've been around 61 years at the time. I want to go there and try to heal naturally because they don't really have anything for me with Western medicine. Thank God, as we found out later. So I was like, dude, yeah, you want me to go? I'm in. He asked me to go. I'm in. I don't even know what I'm really getting into. We fly there January 1st, 2011, and we land. And day one, my acid reflux was gone and it hasn't returned since. Day one, gone. In the first week, I lost 11 pounds. That first week, I went to the class because this isn't just a, a place where you go, you know, they give you different foods and stuff like that and juices, which they did. It's a school and they give you 40 hours of education. It basically, it's a re-education camp because you have to learn how to live naturally. And I remember this one dude in a class and he's like, wait a minute. Okay. I've been here for a while. I get it. But how do I go back home and implement this crazy lifestyle in the real world? And the doctor said, well, first off, you have it all wrong. He said, you have to understand that you have to go back home and live a real life in a crazy world. That's where we're at. You know, stuff like that started hitting home with me. You said day one, you lost the reflux. That I had for a decade. My first question is, how do you feel? Were you just like, what just happened to me? Actually, I didn't even realize I wasn't even paying attention because I was there to support Charles. I was there for him. I was taking notes because I was like, how could some little podunk place like this help people heal cancer? So I'm going around trying to find the flaw, right. you know, and I'm, I'm interviewing people. Why'd you come here? And it's like, and then like this one lady, she's like, oh, I got breast cancer. She had something else. She had a staph infection in her arm that had been there for like five years or something. I was like, what? And then she was saying all this stuff. And I think she had arthritis too. Yeah, she couldn't move her hands. She couldn't even, she goes, I used to be knitting like crazy and she couldn't knit anymore. And I was like, well, geez, how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm fine now, honey. She goes, I healed myself years ago. And I was like, oh, well, what do you mean? Well, what are you doing here for? She's like, well, I originally came here and that's how I healed myself. She goes, look at my hands. She goes, I can knit like crazy. The staph infection healed up and my cancer's (laughs) gone. So what are you doing here? She's like, well, my best friend got diagnosed with breast cancer and she's on the standard American diet too. So I brought her here because I wanted her to live. And it was these conversations, Scott, that I kept having with people. Yeah. And then I finally found the manager there. Uh, I can't remember her name, Rini. And she was overweight, right? And I was like, aha, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, and, I, and I ran up to her and I was like, hey, I want to talk to you about this program and how this is supposed to help everybody, you know? And she's like, okay, how about, I can't talk to you right now. I'm busy, but how about you come into my office tomorrow at like one? Next day I go there and I'm like, so what's this uh, lifestyle done for you, you know? She's like, well... I've dropped 120 pounds in the last 17 months. And I was like, whoa. And I'm the only one in my age over 60s because all of her friends are, they were like early 60s, 62, 64. She goes, I'm the only one of my friends now that's off all medications. I love this place. I feel healthier every day. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. I guess it's working for everybody. So acid reflux, day one, what was it that they gave you or what kind of food were you ingesting? Well, it, it was what I wasn't eating. That's the problem. Oh. Right? It, was, it was the standard American diet, the acid-based foods. It was the the milks and the, all the cooked food and, the, and the meat. The meat is high acid and yep. dairy products and coffees. And I did all this cakes and candies and sugars and all the shit I was eating. Donuts. That was the problem. They put me on purified water with lemon juice first thing in the morning, lemon lime juice to get the liver rocking and rolling. And then we'd go have a fresh pressed two ounce wheatgrass juice. 
And then we'd have this green juice that was 50% cucumber and celery juice. And the other 50% was actually fresh cut sunflower and pea sprouts. So these were living juices, the whole another level, right? Mm-hmm. I just started healing up and then it was a whole 100% raw living food diet. Now, for those of you listening today, because it was plant-based, I'm not saying you have to give up meat, okay? All I'm saying is I was killing the meat. Like I had four freezers full of meat at all times. Me and my buddy, Sean Rohan, we had a duck hunting competition in 1991. We lost count over like 250, okay? My dad was pissed. He's like, look, you can't shoot another duck unless you eat one. So I was like in the morning cooking duck and eating it just so I could shoot another one and try to beat Sean in the race. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just give you guys an idea where that's redneck. Okay. No kidding. When I found out there wasn't any meat there, I looked at Charles. And I'm like, uh, are you serious? Like I thought I was going to die. How could I live without meat? I had been ingrained in it. You have to have meat for muscle. And it's part of being a man. Like it was just ingrained in the society. Then this doctor comes out. His name's Dr. Scott Jorgensen or something. And this dude is jacked. He's full of muscles. He looks great. His skin's amazing. And he taught this class called internal awareness. And it was a three and a half hour class. And he basically taught us from the time you eat food, what happens from the time you chew it until it exits the body. And it was a really awesome class. And what he was trying to sell us on was colon hydrotherapy. Colon hydrotherapy is where you sit on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for an hour. Oh, a clonic. Clonic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Clonics or colon hydrotherapy. Same show, right? Yep, Yep. So I'm elbowing Charles and like, okay, dude, I came here to help you with your cancer and support you, but I'm not doing that deal. <laughs> it's like, there's no way I'm going to do that. Like nobody's touching my butt. We huh? did that <laughs> years and you, when we lived in New Jersey and I'm telling you, I left and I was like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah. The amount of energy that came out of my body was just overwhelming. It was, I so, loved it. Let me break it down. So why would somebody like me that would never do it, do it? Because they started showing videos. He started playing videos of people's colons where they did colonoscopy things and went in there and looked in the cameras. Yeah. And it was like a 50-year-old female that's healthy. And they show the inside of her colon. It's all pink and clean. You can see the blood vessels and it's nice. Then it was like 26-year-old female with, you know, whatever. She's got uh, yeast infection and MS. And the colon's like nasty. There's browns and greens and whites. And then a 54-year-old male with parasites and uh, prostate cancer. And it's nasty and black and brown and worms crawling around in him. And then 52-year-old female with fibromyalgia and uh, you know Crohn's disease or something, right? And it's nasty, right? And he's like, now, this is a healthy colon. The lifestyle we teach here, this is what happens to your colon when you get done. Over here, these are people that ate the standard American diet. And I'm just thinking, that's what I've been eating. That's what my colon looks like. That's why I'm probably bleeding rectally. And I started connecting the dots. Mm. And he's like, I have a sign-up sheet here. So when the class is done, you guys want to come in and get signed up for your colon hydrotherapy. And you get one complimentary with your stay. I got up right when he was talking. I walked over. He's like, Tim, we'll be done in a minute. You can sign up. I'm like, no, I'm signing up right now. And I signed up. And the next day I go, they weigh me. I do the colon hydrotherapy deal. And then they weigh me again. And in one hour, I drop 10 pounds of impacted fecal material out of my colon. And I remember during that thing, He said, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to be healthy and truly healthy and live a vibrant life, you got to clean it out. So I did it. I cleaned it out. I felt amazing. I've done multiple colon hydrotherapy since. Um, I do it, you know, a couple times a year now just for maintenance. I'm pretty clean now. People don't realize the average person, Scott, has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material, not only lighting the colon, but the small intestine. If you take the surface area of your intestinal tract and laid it out, it's the size of a tennis court. Yeah, I know. It gets gummed up with all this funk and gunk and junk from the cooked foods, the processed foods, the irradiated foods, the chemicals, the toxins, just all the crap that we eat. 
you just want to get it out of there. It's not serving you. And I, I could go into detail on it, but it's just, it's bad and you want to get it out. We actually had someone comment on one of our YouTube videos. It was with Dr. Alan Goldhammer, who was doing the water only fasting. And they said, hey, what do you think about colonics? I would love to talk to you. We need to bring some detail there. It's an option. And it's not that expensive. And one of the other things I found out that was really jacked up is back in the 50s, early 60s hospitals, that was a service that they provided. And mm-hmm. then they discontinued it because it reduced too much inflammation and there was no payment system built around it. It works too well. It works too well. It works too well. Let's just think about it. Like if you have a, a tractor and it's not running, your truck's not running right, what do you do? You just go in, instead of give me regular, give me premium. No, right. you, you got the check engine light on. You go take it into the shop because you know that if you keep driving that car with the check engine light on, what's going to happen? A couple things. Number one, it's going to break down and leave you stranded. It's not going to work. And then number two, you put it off. And then by the time you do get it in there, you're going to have a huge repair bill because you didn't take care of it up front. That's the analogy for the body. If you have these signs, these I call them check body lights, you're overweight, you're fatigued, you have night sweats, you have headaches, you're irritable. You're on medications. These are all, you know, check body lights. You have pain in your body. Check body light. You need to take your car, your body into the shop and tune it up. And you need to learn how to become your own mechanic. Yeah. Be your own doctor, basically. And then you find people that can help you do what you need to do. That's what you do. That's what we help people do. We help them establish their own personal care team. I'm just kind of like a general contractor of health because I've been through it myself and I've been geeking out on this for 10 years and I've coached in private one-on-one situations over 600 clients. You learn a lot and you learn what to do and what not to do, which is very valuable as well. No kidding. Who do you see? Why do you see them? What kind of conditions have you? I want to talk about Crohn's disease. I have a friend who has a family member who has Crohn's disease. What have you figured out there? It's really interesting is like when, (laughs) when people come to us, when I first started this, it was all cancer patients. You see this grass growing behind me? Yeah. Before too long, my whole entire garage was turned into a growing operation. I was going wheatgrass and sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts, just like at the Institute. And I was delivering them, hand delivering to 40, 50 cancer patients a week. Wow. That's how much I got into this. Then I finally left as a financial advisor to do it full time. To answer your question, whether it's irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, colitis, diverticulitis, diverticulosis, ulcerative colitis, your gut's jacked up. It's the same stuff, dude. It's stress. Mm -hmm. Stress is number one. We got to learn how to diffuse our stress, mitigate that stress. We have to look at other stressors as well, like EMF stress, stuff you can't see. This is actually causing leaky gut syndrome, contributing factor, getting off the shitty foods, the glutens and the dairies that are destroying our gut, genetically modified foods that are also messing us up. So it's the same thing. So let's say somebody has Crohn's and somebody else has fibromyalgia and somebody has a lymphoma cancer. Most likely, it's all the same problem your predisposition to a weakness will show up once your immune system drops to a certain level. So maybe I get leaky gut, whereas you might get testicular cancer if we're both exposed to the same crappy lifestyle and exposures, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So the idea here is to change the environment and then let our cells and our genes express themselves differently. This is Dr. Bruce Lipton's work, 50-year cell biologist. He said, it's the environment, stupid. And I just did this earlier. I'm like, what do you think if you put your hand in gasoline or you put your hand in wheatgrass juice, which person's going to be healthier? <laughs> it's so simple. We just need clean air. We take 20,000 breaths a day. People are living in their homes. They're polluted. You got to crack your windows. You got to get outside. This lockdown stuff is insane. You're lowering your immune system and the fear is lowering your immune system. Turn off the news. They're not serving you. They're not serving anybody except their sponsors. That's it. 
Right. Just walk away Del from just went, You know that Dell was just on the show here. I know he was on your show as well. I started off with this question on purpose. I said, who controls the media? And he did a really nice professional job of explaining what you're watching is just about holding your attention for the ads. That's it. That's who pays for the show, who pays for the characters, the entertainment, which is the host or whomever it may be. Yeah. Big pharma, big tech, they all own it. Yeah, I was talking to a doctor and he wrote an article for the American Diabetes Association. It was a great article. They sent it in and the guy was like, oh, this is awesome. Because you'd think the American Diabetes Association would try to help people cure diabetes. They paid him money. They said, sorry, we can't run it. We need our money back because their sponsors wouldn't allow it. Who was the sponsors? Big Pharma. He hammered him because he actually has a solution. It's like diabetes is not a disease. It's a lifestyle choice. It's actually one of the fastest things to turn around. That's why it's the most dangerous because when you get on a healthy lifestyle, like at Hippocrates lifestyle, three to four weeks and you're off all meds. Even for type one or type two diabetes? Type two. Type two. Type two. Type two. Okay. Type one's a little bit different. Think about a third of the people heal completely. A third of them improve and a third of them, it doesn't really do that much. Hmm. There might be other things they can do now. Dr. Gabriel Cousins is really an expert on that too. And he's um, somebody to follow if you have type two diabetes. We help a lot of people with that. So we teach the foundations over here, man. You got to get back to basics. What right? about people with kidney failure? Well, there's a lot of that going on, isn't there? I see dialysis clinics uh, uh, popping up all over the place. Everywhere. See, can you reverse um, it? I didn't think you could, but I just met somebody that's doing it. My whole thing is, is like, no matter what you have, there might be some therapies or some surgery you have to do, but why don't we just get back to the basics and then see what happens. And what we've experienced in six months on our coaching program, if people follow these basics, we've taught them a new lifestyle in six months that they can take with them and carry it with them for the rest of their life. And they just keep getting better. Usually in about three to six months, 80 to 85% of people's symptoms are disappearing or gone. They're feeling better than they ever felt. And it's because... We go to fundamentals. Like this would be a good spot if I could share our core four secrets. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Real simple. These are things that I found that I sold a lot of juicers for juicing companies back in the day when I was doing those classes because I had over 5,000 people come to my house to teach dinner and juicing classes. So I'm like, get a juicer like me, juice twice a day. You got to do a green juice twice a day. That's the Hippocrates protocol. They told me if you're not doing two green juices a day, do not expect the same results. You're not on the protocol. So I went home and I freaking did it. And me and my buddy did it. And he healed himself of cancer. I healed myself up. And that was part of our staple. That was part of our lifestyle. A lot of people saw the results and they bought the juicers. But within one to three months, the juicers were under the cupboard and they weren't using them anymore. And I said, why not? And you saw what happened to me and Charles. They said, look, it's too expensive. It takes too much time. And I just don't want to clean the damn juicer. Mm. Bottom line, right? I was like, okay. I went back to the drawing board. I'm like, what could I tell people they could do the least amount of effort and get the most results. And we came up with three, and then we added a fourth one. So these are our core four secrets. Core secret number one is to drink half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily. And if you're in the city, you need to restructure your water. So why do you need to purify your water? Because people are like, oh, I got well water. I got good spring water. Do you? Have you had it tested? Did you know that most spring waters have too many minerals, and they can cause hardening of the arteries, gallstones, and kidney stones? 1,500 miles into the interior, Scott, researchers have found that the two and two and a half inch fish have both male and female organs today. Why? Because of the buildup of estrogen mimicking microplastics. Yep. It's turning them into hermaphrodites. All the little tributaries now, the fishies and the amphibians are turning into hermaphrodites and so are we. Men are getting man boobs, higher incidence of prostate cancer. Women are getting breast cancer, ovarian cysts, uterine cysts. It's a major problem. So chloride, fluoride, bromide, there's all these things in the water today. We have to get out of there. Chloramides, you have to purify your water. 
I went on this journey for about eight and a half years and I kept upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. As soon as I found something new that was better, I did it. I was into about a $2,000 triple purification system. My water was bad ass. It was awesome, right? <laughs> and there's this one gal, Danusha, she kept hammering on me. You got to look at this machine. You got to look at this. I'm like, dude, I got it. Finally, she puts me on the phone. Thank God with this water expert. He'd been doing it for 20 years. He, at the end of 45 minutes, I was still fighting. He's like, Tim, just go drink the effing water. So I was like, okay. So I went over to Danusha's and just like this, I took a quart jar and she poured this water and I drank it. I drank the whole thing down. She gave me some like little Celtic sea salt or Himalayan salt. I put it under my tongue and she said that helps increase absorption and replace some of the minerals. And then she goes, in 15 minutes, I'm going to have you drink another one. Now I'm the guy that's been preaching and teaching. Drink half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily. Right. So if you're 200 pounds, that's 100 ounces. If you're 100 pounds, that's 50 ounces a day. And if you're an athlete or you live in an arid climate, you got to bump it up a little bit. Okay. I have been telling everybody that. I had a gal, Carol, who dropped 50 pounds in eight months by simply changing her water intake. But this was pre Danusha, this gal. So I'm like, geez, I drink water, I teach it, but I don't know if I can drink another one of these in 15 minutes. 15 minutes later, I drank another one. Scott, it was like the water was gone. And I was like, what is going on here? Huh. So she goes, I've never done this before, but I'm going to pour you another one in 15 minutes. I'm going to have you drink another one because you eat all the sprouts and you're so pure. But most people I would never do this with because they start detoxing. I mean, literally go into a heavy detox, lethargic. You could throw up. You could have diarrhea, that kind of stuff. Because this water machine that she's got is so badass. What's the name of it? Much, it's mypurifiedwater.com. We created a landing page there for her. Try spilling Danusha on a podcast. It takes like 10 minutes. Okay. (laughs) So I said, people are having a hard time. They're calling me. So we're creating a website that people can find. It's mypurifiedwater.com. You can book a consult with her like I did. So 24 minutes into it, my brain goes, and it comes on. My arms start freaking tingling. And I'm like high on water. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't have my third one yet. So finally, I took the third one and I left. I went outside, I did a live and I'm like, oh my God, it's water. It's amazing. And then I went home and I scrapped my whole group coaching program. And I just talked about the water the whole time. And I called her up afterwards. I said, look, I was at your house at 11 a.m. It's six or seven. I'm high as a kite. I need this water machine. This has moved the needle for me so much. And it's a no brainer. So I got the unit. I have been high on water ever since. And then I found out later that it increases the absorption of your nutrition by 80%. So the food you're eating and the supplements you're taking, you get 80% more absorption of it. Mm-hmm. It helps with detoxification. She literally healed herself of post-traumatic stress disorder with this water and uh, high-quality raw food supplementation like ours. Is this like a system that you build into your house? Like, how do you get the water? It's just a little unit. There's different phases because people have different budgets and stuff and different different towns, there's different pollution. So the unit that she has is not a really good, in my opinion, it's not a good purifier. But what it does is it restructures the water. Mm-hmm. And that's important because if you're on city water, you have to do this because city water puts under high pressure in pipes, right? Right. Well, these water molecules are supposed to be like four to five a cluster in nature. And they're really small. They're like sand. They go through your intestinal lining really well. It's like sand going through a chain link fence. But when they put it under a high pressure pipe, they get like big, like 20 to 25, 24 molecules. Yeah. So they're like bowling balls. A bowling ball does not go through a chain link fence that well. So this is why I was fighting her because I like, I got purified water. I'm good. But see my water, when I moved off the well, I was in the city. The high pressure pipes was screwing up. So I was drinking water like crazy, but it was just pinging out with this stuff. You drink it, it just disappears. And then two hours later, whoosh, and then it comes out of you. So what it told me was it's actually getting into my cardiovascular system. It's getting into my lymphatic system, getting into my cells, my tissues, 
doing its thing and then coming out and then getting rid of what's not needed. So I have first person experience on this. All my private coaching students, especially my cancer patients, it's one of the protocols besides being on our top, our bundles is I haven't get the water machine. There's just certain things that I do that move the needle so much. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. We know that you're not supposed to drink out of bottle of water. So we had Tom Cowan on the show. And oh, yeah. I, I took a sip. He goes, I would never drink water out of that. Well, it's the only thing I have at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bottle of water, when you think about this stuff, all these companies are doing is they're taking city tap water, which you can't really get it through the intestinal wall. Right. And then they run it through a really crude filtration system. And filters are not purifiers. A filter is like putting a sock out in a river and grabbing a couple things. Right. Right. Yeah. It needs purified. And then you have to restructure it. These plastics are off-gassing. And a lot of times these big companies, they have cheap warehouse space in very hot areas like in Nevada, right? Right. Out in the middle of the desert, they build these big, huge, massive holding pins and they put water bottles in there and there's no air conditioning. It would cost money. They do it because they get massive tax breaks. They don't really pay any taxes to be out there. And your bottles of water could be sitting out there for six to 12 months and that plastic's off-gassing, off-gassing, you know, those estrogen-mimicking chemicals disrupting your hormonal balance and turning you into a hermaphrodite, basically. You don't want wow. that. We want to be, we want ourselves to be able to communicate properly. So what, bottled water with plastic is out. We only recommend glass. And the reason why we recommend glass and not stainless steel anymore, but stainless steel is a good option for yeah. trail running and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. is because that machine I was telling you about, not only does it restructure the water and alkalize it, but it also charges it with molecular hydrogen. And this is like literally battery pack stuff. So every time you drink the water, you're charging your cells. And when you put it in stainless steel, the charge goes right to the metal and you lose it. So that's why we use glass. Wow. How much do those units cost? Uh, They're about 4,800 bucks for the top model. And then they go down from there. Wow. Yeah. But it's an investment. And I said, how much are these? She's like, oh, they're like five grand. I was like, what? And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I have to have it. I love myself. I mean, I want to be high every day on water. I'm 47 years old. People are like, dude, you are you on cocaine? And it's like, no, I'm like a chipmunk. I have wild energy because I eat wild foods. My water's charged. I've taken good care of my gut. And this is not hard. Anybody can do this. I teach people how to set this shit up in their home so that they can just, they just copy what we do and whatever works, keep it. If it doesn't work, pitch it and try something else. It's real simple. Wow. Okay. So while you were doing that and going through that, I set up a meeting with Danusha, not only to see if she wants to come on the show, but to see what she's got. I'm interested. There was a gentleman too, Martin Reese. Remember the Zach Efron was a Netflix series, Grounded to Earth or Ground to Earth. They went and they did an episode on water, about structured water, linear water, and huh? the different types of it. And think about it. Your body is about 75, 80% water. Right. Your bones are 22% water. What about your you joint know, health you, with that, with the water, with the denuclear water? Oh, it's water. huge. It's Massive. huge. It, 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 water is the lubricant of life. Your joints need it more than anything. Your brain needs it. Here's, a, here's an example. Not drinking enough water and not having the right water to absorb to get into the brain is literally making us stupid and dumber. Literally. Like your IQ drops when you don't have enough water. Mm. Like this is measured. It's, this is the difference. Finding your car keys or hunting around in the house and trying to find them. That's not drinking enough water right there. That's what it is. We are literally, our <laughs> IQ drops. So if you want to get smarter, you want to pass your tests better, it's not the coffee. Coffee's dehydrating. It does right. the exact opposite. It's a stimulant. Mm-hmm. It's not energy. It's a stimulant. It's not energy. And I used to drink lots of coffee. And I'm, 
I know there's coffee lovers out there. The coffee bean or is it the caffeine there? That, that's an important delineation. A lot of the coffee out there is one of the most heavily pesticide sprayed crops. So if you're going to do coffee, we switch people over to shade grown coffee mm-hmm. first. So it's lower in acid and make sure it's completely organic. So there's no pesticides. I don't tell people to quit coffee. I just explain to them what I learned. Coffee and most of these coffees and the caffeine will eat the myelin sheathing off the nerve ending, right? That leads to Alzheimer's and dementia. It's a contributing factor. The caffeine does. Yeah. It eats that myelin sheath off and exposes the nerve. That's why when you first started drinking coffee, you get all jittery. It's because you're eroding myelin coating over your nerves and you get that feeling. I hadn't done coffee in years, dude. And I went to Starbucks to do a test and I drank like a little half of a, like a latte venti or not venti, but what's the small tall or whatever it's called. Yeah. And whatever the names are. I was, dude, I was freaking out. I was like, I had anxiety and I was like, I hadn't had coffee in like eight years, dude. And I I went live. I'm like, I'm freaking out. (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) And I I used to get my ad of my own French press and we'd go get Kona coffee in Hawaii. And we just, you know, I was doing coffee all the time and And I have a lot of clients who like, don't even think about getting me off of my coffee. So I don't even touch it anymore. What we do is we add, 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 add. I call it the add and release method. We add good things to your life. And if things aren't serving you, they just fall off on their own. If the coffee is going to give you up, it'll do it in its own time. You don't have to do it. What's number two? Oh, yeah. Geez. So less than 5% of people in the world are drinking adequate amounts of water. Core secret number two, chew your food until liquefied. Your teeth, I learned this in that internal awareness class. They masticate your food to make it small so it's easier to digest. But we have two ducts in our upper mouth and four in our lower mouth that secrete these enzymes, amylase and lipase. These break down our starches and our fats. When you chew your food and you swallow the enzymes, the amylase and lipase are actually breaking down most of your food in your stomach. That's where digestion starts and begins. It's in the mouth. So that's why it's really important to choose your food. Now, if you're thinking, what about proteins? In your stomach, there's hydrochloric acid. There's another substance called pepsin. These break down your proteins and then they go about their business along the way. If you don't chew your food well, you skip the first domino in digestion and you go from digestion and assimilation to fermentation and gut rot. And I was a fermentation and gut rot specialist. That's why I was bleeding rectally. I would engulf my food like Garfield. I didn't even think it was important to chew my food. I just had to get back to this business. I was in sales or whatever, just slam it and go. Never thought much about it. And my mom told me to chew my food and she was right. I should have done it. I didn't know. Also that Dr. Gabriel Cousins, I mentioned earlier, he said that when you masticate your teeth really well, there's meridian points in your teeth that stimulate and grow. It uptakes your serotonin by like 500%. Right. That's happy juice, right? Mm -hmm. How many people have depression? Just by chewing your food well, you can kick depression's butt at some level. Pretty awesome. Get the enjoyment out of it. Increase the serotonin levels. Less than 4% of people are doing that, Scott. So major room for improvement here, guys. Major room for improvement. Now, core secret number three is now that you're drinking lots of water and chewing your food well, you want to avoid liquids with meals. Why? You just worked really hard to put all those enzymes in there so they can work in your stomach and shake and bake and digest your food. If you drink purified restructured water or beer or wine or apple juice or orange juice, you're going to dilute those enzymes and you're going to go right back to fermentation and gut rot. And you're going to destroy... The internal lining, those intestinal villi, those little hair-like structures of your intestinal tract, and you're going to have gut rot, leaky gut, and problems. You're going to have health issues. So we recommend people stop drinking liquids a half hour before for beginners, before you eat. And then when you're done eating, wait an hour after, and then start drinking lots of liquids again. Even Tanusha water? Yes. Nothing. Because you're going to dilute it. You're going to dilute the enzymes. No drinking during... This is a game changer. Most people, they remember the old adage, 
chew your food, take a sip of water, chew your food, take another bite, chew your food, take a sip of water, so you feel full when yeah. you're done. The you only feel time satisfied. that would make sense is if you're eating dehydrated foods, because most of food, plants hmm. as an example, are about 80% water already. Right. So by adding more, you're disrupting nature's balance, and you're diluting those enzymes, and you mess everything up. If you have stage four cancer, or you're an Olympic level athlete, or you just want to take your health to the next level, you want less wrinkles, whatever, then you stop drinking liquids an hour before you eat and you wait two hours after you're done eating and then you drink a lot of liquids again. Less than 2% of the population is doing this one. So again, major room for improvement here. And now the last one we added later was core secret number four. Do some breath work for one to two minutes prior to eating. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, would you agree that we live in a stressed out society? Without question. We're stressed out. Okay. We were stressed out before COVID, right? is busy, right? Kids, family, mom, dad, parties, birthdays, kids, soccer, you know, all this stuff going on, right? Mm -hmm. So you're sitting down to have dinner and you think everything's cool, but guess what? Your body thinks it's getting chased by a saber-toothed tiger. You're in fight or flight mode. So what happens? The blood leaves the organ systems and it goes out to the extremities, the hands, legs, arms, and feet to fight or flight, run, get the heck out of there. And you're not going to digest your food that well. Simply by doing this, take a big deep breath in through your nose and then pause at the top and then release out through the mouth. Just a nice, long, slow flow. Just let it all go. And then back in through the nose. Suspend the breath and hold hmm. and then release. And then be grateful for your food. Be grateful for the people in your life and just be, be a happy person. Settle down. And what you'll do is that blood will rush back in from your extremities, back into your organ system so you can actually digest your food better. Less than 1% of the population is doing this. And let me tell you what, it's a game changer. This is a tool that you can, or an arrow or a tool you can put in your toolkit that you can pull out at any time during the day and lower your stress levels at work. You can do it in the bathroom, in your car, wherever. It's powerful. Back when we were driving a lot before the pandemic, I'd go to stoplights and I'd give myself you know, that quick 30, 45 second. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it brings it right down. It's amazing. It works. It works so well. Wonderfully. Now, here's, here's how powerful these are. Our products ship worldwide now. And with the pandemic, there's been big delays, right? It could take two weeks to a month to get something to the UK, Ireland, or you know Australia, New Zealand, right? We have people daily sending us, because I'm on a lot of podcasts. They have daily, I get this now. Tim, my gas and bloating's improved. My energy's up. My mental clarity's better. I'm sleeping better. And they don't even have the products yet, Scott. But guess what? They're doing one, two, three, or all four of these core four secrets because they are foundational. Now, mm -hmm. the first one, yeah, you're going to have to put some money in, but the other three are free. You can start with those today. You can start with some breath work at your meal today or tonight or this morning, wherever you're listening to this at. Right. You can start chewing your food really good. Who's responsible for that? In fact, I just had a gal on my show. She did a group with a bunch of ladies trying to get them well, and there was a small batch that wasn't getting well, and she kept questioning and questioning. They found out those batch was not chewing their food well. That was the, the deciding factor of why they weren't healing. It's a big deal. What I just shared okay. with you is game changing. People pay me $2,000 a month to get coached privately. And these are the first four things we work on. Like, what about my exercise program? What am I supposed to eat? I'm like, screw that. You don't even have the foundation in place first. Huh. Let's get the foundation in place. We'll get you on the products because our products are like another part of the toolkit to reduce inflammation. We have one that cleans the gut. We have one that purifies the blood, one that floods with the nutrition, one that recolonizes the bacteria, and another one that helps to rehabilitate the gut action. That's what we do. So we start people with that and then we just do, 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 baby step them wow. for six months. And I then, love it. you know, it's pretty cool.
Sean Baker was just on. We talked about the meat and the carnivore. How do you balance things out? I know you said you're not against meat. You used to hunt all the time. You had four freezes worth. What's the balance yeah. look like for you? Is it individually different? I think people have to do what works for them. You know, number one is that, you know, there's a camp, like it's the all corner diet or, yeah, or bust. Yeah, yeah. You got to be vegan or bust, paleo or keto and all this stuff. So usually what happens, Scott, is everybody's on the standard American diet. Anything you do that's different from the standard American diet is going to produce some results at some level, especially up front. And then you're going to hang your hat on and go, well, keto is the best thing in the world or paleo is the best thing in the world or veganism is the best thing in the world or carnivorism is the best in the world because you feel better. But is it sustainable? Is it long-term? So with me, I've become a human experiment. I was the meat-eating fool. Okay. Nobody ate more meat than me. Okay. just didn't happen. I was like meat with everything. Chicken teriyaki bowl, extra chicken. Give me a hot dog, two hot dogs in that bun, you know, because I thought meat equated to muscles and being a man. I went plant-based, completely raw living food vegan, became a raw living food coach and a yoga instructor for eight and a half years. Not a stitch of meat, dairy, nothing. I completely healed myself. I was amazing. And then I decided in July of 2018, I was going to go back and start having little bits of meat. My research showed that back in the day, if you look at the tooth samples of human beings throughout history... We ate mostly plants. And then during droughts, we had more pitting in our teeth because we had more nuts and seeds, which made sense. But we were also opportunists. And when we could, we were eating certain bugs and little animals and stuff like that. But go out in nature. I'm a hunter with no gun. Good luck trying to catch something or kill something. It yeah, ain't right. that easy. Right. You got you to gotta get good at that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, historically, our, our, our predecessors could do that because that's what they're you know doing, part of their lifestyle. The reason I gave up meat so much was because of Dr. Clement. He said, look, you hunt and fish, right? He's like, yeah, because I don't need any of that. We don't put hormones in our cattle. We, we don't do any of that stuff. I eat deer and elk mostly. I don't buy meat out of the store. I kill it myself. And he's like, well, Tim, where do those animals go to eat? I said, well, they go out in the farmer's fields. He goes, do those farmers spray pesticides on their fields? Herbicides, oh, larvicides, fungicides? You know, and I was like, well, yeah, I guess they do. And he goes, even if they don't, somebody down the road, 30 miles away does. And there's this thing called wind and the ecosystem. And that stuff lands on the plants and the entire life of that deer, it's bioaccumulating these toxins in its muscle tissue. When you eat it, you've ate its entire life of toxins in that muscle tissue and the fat. And I was like, oh, well, then I researched and people can look this up so they don't think I'm crazy. Type in these three words into your browser, umbilical cord and chemical. And you'll see the same studies that I saw years ago, go back to 2005, that shows that every single child being born, they tested the umbilical cord for 400 chemicals. They found 71% or 250 chemicals are what they're looking for. 180 caused cancer in humans. 212 caused developmental and brain disorders. Yep. Where's this information? And the studies kept coming out 2005, 2007, 2009, 2012, 2013. That moment I realized, I sat back in my chair and I was like, oh my God. We are all polluted. We are all polluted with these microscopic toxins, these noceums that you can't see. And we have to get this stuff out. My mission in life is to bring awareness to this and show people to get it out, how to do it, and stop putting it in and mitigate some of the stuff you can't avoid. Have you talked with anyone over at the Environmental Working Group? They have a lot of studies. Uh, I go to there once a week. Actually, two of the studies that I read was from the Environmental Working Group. Really? Yes. Yeah. They have a big study on those and they have a lot of detail that goes in. 
I have to introduce you to a very good friend of mine, uh, Clay Thomas and Christina Rahm, very huge fans of the show. We've had him on a few times. She is an ex-chief science officer for Pfizer. Mm. They came up with a product that is uh, completely detoxing the body with a few drops a day. So all the heavy metals, all the fungicides, virucides, everything you just talked about is why I was laughing in my head. I'm like, drop, drop, drop. Three drops a day, done. Yeah. Right? I've seen, my wife has seen tremendous results. I've seen tremendous results. Well, it it goes back to that umbilical cord blood, right? right? Yeah. We're polluted. And just like the deer and the the elk and everything. From the day we're conceived, we're polluted. Yeah. We are born polluted. And then we bioaccumulate through breathing and touching and swimming and stuff and eating and all that stuff. And we have to detox. So let me throw something at you. There's a big push right now for saving the blood cord blood from newborns. Are you talking about for stem cells? For stem cells. Yep, exactly. Into placenta. So saving it for Yeah, so for me, I I got all excited about stem cells. I think there's a lot of awesome stuff there. I think it's massive potential. So for those listening, I'll just kind of give you what I remember. Stem cells, think of this, they come out of the bone marrow in us, right? Yeah. And these are like baby cells that can it's like a young kid. It's a, it's a rebirth. He's out of college. He can become anything he wants. He can be a doctor. He can be a whatever, a car mechanic. He can go be a painter. A baby stem cell can be anything. It can become a liver cell. It can become a brain cell. It can just be whatever, a skin cell. So we have these baby cells. They're awesome. We're self-regenerating mechanisms. So, you know, somebody gets an injury, football players, you got bad knees, you could get some stem cell therapy, and maybe you could heal yourself. Like they're actually being able to like regrow arms and stuff now like it's fingers it's crazy the technology right yeah but what concerned me was is like using your own versus using stem cells from aborted fetuses it does work but that's a fine line to walk there Mm -hmm. right and then also the umbilical cord blood and i just put a pause on it because i just haven't had time to really dig deep enough into it because you have a baby they take the cord blood and then it's rushed up to you and you got to go in and get it done my question is is how are they making sure that there's not other crap in that blood? Did, right, did, that's my did point. The woman, did the woman take a stupid shot? Or but what's happening, though, is you have parents now who are pre-planning to store that blood. So in the event that they need stem cells. So, for example, I'll use myself. Out of my four daughters, we had saved three of the umbilical blood cord, and it's mm-hmm. stored. So if something yeah, happens, I don't, I don't know. I don't, cells, I don't know much about that, but there could yeah. be some merit to that. I don't know. So if it's really polluted, because I guarantee both my wife and I were both polluted at that time with chemicals and different herbicides and fungicides that we weren't knowingly about eating because it was on our food, that it could be in that blood cord as well. Possibly the benefit could outweigh that as long as the daughters are healthy. You know, bodies naturally detox and they know how to do this. So if you knew that you're doing that, you could do certain supplements or infrared saunas. Let me restructure that question. I guess what I'm trying to get at here is when you have to reuse and repurpose that stored blood, it still has the chemicals in it. Yeah, it does. Wow. Nobody filtered them out. You're right. But it, like I said, it might still be of a benefit. Like if you can fix a major problem or regrow something down the road with more technology. The technology they have today, they're not even releasing it. Like the stuff that we're seeing today, our cell phones are from like the 1960s and people think they're fantastic. We don't even get the real stuff. I know. <laughs> you know, one of the best things besides water, which is number one for detoxing, is infrared saunas. I've been to one before. I did a biohacking place down in Weston. Kristen Camella, who's on our show, she mm-hmm. had an unbelievable story. I mean, her story upsets people. 
She opened up a new business. I went in there, went into a chamber that was 195 negative degrees Fahrenheit and that cold therapy. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Cryotherapy, yeah. Yeah, It was was that dry air. Right after that, we went right into the red light therapy. I hear people talk about it all the time. That cryotherapy is good for inflammation. Yeah. Like we have a specialized micronized turmeric product for that. Mm -hmm. Can I tell this story about saunas? Because it's really cool. Go ahead. Yeah. I learned about these from Dr. Clement. He's one of the co-directors of the Hippocrates Health Institute. So he bumps into this guy, Dr. Coyne. And Coyne, Dr. Coyne, brilliant guy. He had like, you know, if you have two PhDs or whatever, you're considered a genius. This guy's got like five. He helped Siemens Corporation develop the virtual colonoscopy and a bunch of stuff. So what happened was, is there was this uh, treatment over in Europe. This is over a decade ago called hyperthermia, where they were raising the core temperature of people's bodies and it was killing cancer cells like inducing a massive fever. But the problem was you had to be under medical care and they had to give you like a um, anti-convulsion medication. Otherwise you just go into convulsions, right? Yeah. But it was working. It was killing cancer. Dr. Clement's like really interested in this because he's got lots of cancer patients coming in. He's like, well, we want to do this. And Dr. Coyne's like, wait, let me tell you what happened. The FDA hired me because enough people squawked about it to the FDA. Like, hey, we heard about this hyperthermia. We want to try it. I've got it. My cousin, my wife's got cancer. You guys need to get on it and find out if we can do this in the States. Mm -hmm. So they hired Dr. Coyne and six other experts to do this five-year study. At the end of five years, this is what he found. He said, it works. It's very powerful against cancer. And Brian's like, well, how can we get it into the Institute? He's like, you don't need to. He goes, what we found is if you can get people into an infrared sauna for 30 minutes a day, six days a week, it is much more effective at killing cancer cells than the hyperthermia treatment that we just studied for five years, which by the way, is very effective. Now in 2011, I went to the Institute and they had one little sauna steam room, Finlandia thing in the spa. When I came back in 2013, which was after that conversation with Dr. Coyne, Dr. Clement had plastered these infrared saunas all over the Institute. And when I heard that story, dude, and I went into depth and I'm like, I have got to get a sauna because it pushes the heavy metals and the toxins out at the deepest levels. It works at the oil-based organs like the gallbladder and the liver. And it burns fat. It's clinically proven people lose weight without even doing anything because it melts fat and pushes stuff out. So I became a clear light sauna dealer. They're great saunas. There's no EMFs and all this stuff. A lot of people can't afford them, dude, because they're like 3,500 to 6,500 bucks. Yeah, they're expensive. That's what I have showing up today or tomorrow. These little saunas, dude, they're small. They fold up like really small. And so anybody can get them. They're like, I think like 1,600 bucks or the unit, there's two units. And I got one that was two grand. You just plug them into a 110. You don't have to have a, electrician come in and like spend 500 bucks to put the big heavy amps in and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What this company did was they lined the internal surface of this heavy mesh stuff with silver threads and it refracts the far infrared heat like thousands of times. So you just get into it. It's a little box with a little foldable chair. You zip up, push the button. I've done it a couple of times down at this uh, colon hydrotherapy clinic. And I was like, I have to have one of these. That's cool. But then you don't have to, Turn the thing on and wait 15 to 20 minutes for it to heat up and I'll burn all the electricity. You zip it up, turn it on. In three minutes, you're sweating profusely. 15 to 20 minutes, complete detox. You're boom, you're out. You clean it up and you're out. I use some essential oils, clean it up and you bounce. So for me, I'm a time hacker as well because I'm very busy. It's relaxsaunas.com. Pull that one up. This is a cool one for your listeners too. On the big board. And then um, he gave me a code too. Where's that? Um, Here it is. When you order it, type in save 75 and you save 75 bucks. So that's cool. It's just more affordable. I'm a dealer for clear lights. The problem is, is that if they don't have the money to spend, you know, 3,500 or five grand or six grand to get the good ones with no EMFs, Mm -hmm. 
Then they go to Costco and they buy one for a thousand to two thousand. They're literally frying themselves every time they take a sauna. And it just drives me crazy because like I feel terrible because they're getting into the sauna to improve their health, yet they're getting blasted with EMFs and then ELFs from the cord. So with this one, there's no EMFs and then you just have to buy, there's little dot things I'll share with you. And then you just put a couple of these stickers on and you block the ELFs on the unit and then you're good to go. A lot of people don't recognize that the new LED lights, they emit high frequency EMF, Mm. high, high frequency EMF. Some of the corporations are bad as the microwave ovens. Yeah. Well, your smart meter is a microwave oven. They're both at 2.4 hertz. Oh, when Justin was on, I knew about the smart meters. I didn't know how bad and how damaging they were. They're bad. We had our switched out to it. Now it's still digital, but it's an analog digital versus a radio wave digital. We had to pay $85 to get it switched out. The guy was there for literally 30 seconds and an extra $13 a month because we were making him get out of the car, do the reading and then go back. I've got nine of Justin's EMF rock bags right there by my bed. Oh, really? Yep. Have you noticed a difference in the deep sleep bags? I, yeah, I sleep pretty good, dude. Yeah. I just bought another one from this other company too. So I've got like double right by my bed. I got this one that does 300 feet. Of, it's a harmonizer. Wow. I got blocker, blocker, blocker on my screen, blocker, blocker. I got two blockers on this. I got blockers on my mouse. <laughs> I, I'm blocking everything. Like I want to live healthy and well, I don't have any of those problems. I want to mitigate everything I can. And if I have this knowledge, I'm going to apply it to my life. Understood. What's that big crystal behind you? Behind oh, that's, you? that's a Himalayan salt lamp. Okay. So th- that's a big chunk of salt and with a little, you know, a little light bulb in there, it creates uh, negative ions. Right. I've got a diffuser going all the time too. I'm always blasting essential oils. You know something, the candles, the oils, I see the value there. Uh, candles, I know, create can- smog. They, they create smog. The, yeah. the oils, but I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really there yet. Me dude, personally. Oils, dude, they're awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, give me, uh, here's a story, right? So well, who do you, who do you use? Utati, first Utati? pressed essential oils. Yep. Yeah, I had him. He's one of the first guys. Uh, Ra'id Boutros, his family's from Egypt. They've been in the uh, essential oils industry for like 300 years. Yeah, yeah. And it's he's old school. You have to go online, figure out what you want, and then call him and place the order. But you'll get first pressed. See, because a lot of these companies, I'll remain nameless. They've done a good job promoting and getting them out there, these network marketing companies. They could be seventh press or 10th press or 14th press. So every time you press a root or a bark or an herb, the first time you press it, you get the full spectrum of bioflavonoids and cofactors and everything. Boom, that's first press. And they put it back in the in the thing and then shh, they do it again. And then you get the second press. And it's not going to be as strong, but it's good. So any essential oils are good, but some of them are, are really toxic. Some are worse than others. Mm. I only do first press, especially for the ones that I ingest. Also with first press, you need way less, way less. Like you could make a big pot of spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And hit, take his oregano and like literally take the tip of a toothpick and just barely touch it in it and woof, massive oregano flavor in the whole pot. Wow. So they're more expensive, but you use less. If there's a cost price thing. You got to really factor in there. The other ones you might have to put four or five drops in right, right, to right. get the same. But this is full spectrum. So tell me about kids and injuries and sports and all that kind of stuff. What have you seen there? Well, injuries in sports or injuries in sports or weekend warriors, just injury rate. So what have you seen with someone who is 40 years old, 35 years old, wants to go play basketball, usually have the Achilles rupture in that age frame? Mm -hmm. What's happening to their body there? Are they more vigor? They can move better because of the water, the absorption, the nutrition? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So 
we get a lot of people like that. You know, usually people have to have their back against the wall or a gun to their head before they're going to change, or they have a major injury and they just they can't heal. And then they come to us, and then we just plug them into the lifestyle. So, what are you doing for your exercise regimen? What's that look like? I do the X three bar yep. eight minute to ten minute routine, which is the latex band deal, and then I do yoga and I do trail running, hiking, and I do a lot of mini a rebounder. Interesting. One thing I learned. This is very important. This is a I'm hopefully I'm dropping a lot of gold nuggets here, but this is definitely one of them. If you're up to 35 years old, you need to be stretching three days a week. Once you hit 35, you need to be stretching every day, every single day. And that's why I got into yoga. Yoga is like medicine for the body. We have this stuff. And that's why I became a yin yoga instructor, because mm-hmm. we have this stuff in our body called fascia. It's actually the largest organ in the body behind the skin. People think the skin's the largest organ. It's not. It's fascia. And fascia is connected to everything. To stretch fascia, you have to be in a pose for 90 seconds just to warm it up before it starts stretching. So the pose begins after 90 seconds. So these are three to 10 minute stretching postures and you open yourself up. Now, years ago, how did I get into yoga? Well, I was a stupid redneck, closed minded, but I saw a Sports Illustrated book and I was on a plane flight going to Hawaii for my honeymoon with my wife. And there was a big 350 pound NFL lineman doing yoga with all these women. Here's the problem the, the NFL guys, their muscles were fine, but it was the joints and ligaments that were getting hurt. So by doing yoga, they could extend their careers a year, two, three, four, five years, which could be millions of dollars. So for millions mm-hmm. of dollars, these guys were getting their butt in the yoga studio, right? Mm-hmm. Probably set them up for life, a healthier life. So I'm like, well, maybe we should do this side-by-side yoga instead of the side-by-side massage. So we found a yoga instructor. This woman was 60 years old. I didn't know it at the time. I asked her at the end. She comes out. This woman's gorgeous. Okay. I'm like, how old was I? I was in my I was in early 30s, probably 33. This woman's smoking hot and she's 60. She taught us this wonderful yoga class. Afterwards, I found out about her age and I was like, what? Wow. Are you kidding me? How did you do it? She said, I've been doing yoga for over 20 years and I've been eating raw foods for over 20 years. Wow. And I really don't get stressed out. Mm, Magic formula. Yeah, no kidding. So I came back home and I got into yoga because of her. How do you meditate? When you meditate, are you able to meditate? I'm curious because I I don't want to say I figured anything out because I really haven't figured out anything. We think we have, but (laughs) everything always continually evolving and changing. But I found a balance where, for example, I could ride my bike and I can get into the meditative mode and I can be there for 40 minutes. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. And all I started doing was, it was really- That's when time passes like this, right? So- yeah. I, I, I opened my eyes back up and I'm like, it's uh, one of those Nordic track stationary bikes and I put my mask on. Wow. I thought you were really cool there for a minute. I thought you were taking your mountain bike up in the mountains with your eyes closed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish. Although <laughs> when I do go for my morning walks in the morning, I do try to walk with my eyes closed for a good stretch, you know, without walking to a tree. But that's a whole uh, other story. <laughs> but, uh-huh. Yeah, with my eyes closed, I'm, I'm in that mode. I'm good. I come out of it and I look at my clock and it's 45 minutes later. Easy. Yeah. So you've been actually working at it. So for people that mm-hmm. want to start meditation, what I recommend you do is just get your alarm, a little clock. Set it for 15 minutes and just sit down and be quiet. And that's it. Everybody's like, I can't do it. I have all these voices and thoughts coming through my head. That's going to happen. What really helped me in the beginning is just let it happen. Don't try to force a clear mind. It will come in time. So what helped me was when I read Eckhart Tolle's book, uh, The Power of Now. And he talked in there. He said, be like a cat watching a mouse hole. In the mouse hole, you're kind of like waiting for your thoughts to come out. And if you're focusing on the mouse hole, 
and your focus is there and your attention is there, the thoughts, it's crazy. They just go away a lot of times. I mean, they still yeah. come in. Now I'm sitting there, okay, I'll be the observer. Close my mind. I do some breath work and then I settle in. I'm just sitting there. What's going to come out of my mind? What's going to come out from my physical mind? And I'm just sitting there waiting for it, waiting and watching from the observer's point. And guess what? It diffused so many of the thoughts racing through my mind. So that was the first thing that really helped me. And then for those that are starting, there's a lot of guided meditations on YouTube for free. Or, you know, there's this thing called um, Insight Timer. You can get a lot of free stuff. You can buy the app too or upgrade or whatever. But lots of cool free stuff. You can do 10-minute meditations, 15, 20-minute. You pick it. Go through a bunch of different instructors. Find something you like. But every single person I talk to that's really happy and has abundance in all areas of their life, they're all meditating now and they didn't do it in the past. It was always a struggle in the beginning, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they love themselves enough. They figured it out and they just stuck with it. And then they do it now. And now it's like they're addicted to it. That was the hardest part for me for, I know for everybody is the noise, the constant noise, the noise. Now, when I go on my walks, we're looking around, I appreciate the fog coming off the lake. Just stopping and watching birds look for their food in and out of the water around the shoreline. Just look at this and just watching. Yeah, because what you're doing there is you're being present. Right. And a lot of people have a hard time being present because they're not happy with their lives. So they stay distracted. Mm-hmm. And they're in jobs, that careers they don't like. They're in relationships that don't work. They're not happy about their body like I was. So they find the distraction. So they'll bury themselves in work. They'll bury themselves in porn. They'll bury themselves in exercise. They'll bury themselves in checking emails. Something, right? It's a distraction. It's just as easy as like watching a butterfly land on a flower and staring at it and being present, being present right now, right here, right now, understanding that's all we got. Because a lot of us like, I, I won't say who it is, but I have a relative that they live in the past and they always bring up how this guy did the wrong thing and this contractor always screwed me here. And it's like, <laughs> I've heard these stories a gazillion times. And I'm like, they're dead. Why are right. they still affecting you? The past does not exist. And the future does not exist either. Yeah. So, so many people live in the future. Well, when I get here and when I do this and when this happens, then I'm going to be happy. Well, guess what? You're eventually, if you, you get there, and you're going to find out that that's not what happiness is. You're missing the whole journey because you're not right here, right now, right now, right now, right now. This is all we have. Our conversation, I'm fully engaged because this is all I have right now. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I enjoy your presence. I enjoy hearing your stories. I enjoy sharing this stuff. I hope that something that I, my goal here today is just that you guys get one thing out of this, that you go home and implement that impacts your life. I'm happy. Job accomplished. How do you balance yourself? I mean, you're a pretty busy guy. You're on all the different podcasts. You own your own business. You're seeing individual clients at this point. Mm -hmm. How do you balance it all out, man? I mean, we only have so much time during the day and seven days a week. I enjoy what I do. That's the number one thing. It's not, it's a lot of, it's not even like work. I've created my life to do what I want to do. And what I like to do is I like to research stuff for myself. You know, I've healed myself oh. before 48 in June. I like getting older now. I enjoy it. <laughs> I like, you know, it it's, fun. it's fun. I like the gray hair. I'm happy with it, but I feel like I'm 19. So for me, it's about how young can I look? How long can I live? How healthy can I live? What's my quality of life? I'm always hacking. I'm looking. I'm trying. I'm straight. Anything. I'll try anything. I do liver gallbladder flushes. I put wheatgrass up my ass. I mean, I do all kinds of stuff that people would never even think about doing. It's because I love myself. And I learned I learned all these things and they work. 
obviously it's working, you know, what does wheat grass up your ass do? (laughs) (laughs) So when you go to the Hippocrates health Institute, that's where I learned it. So the founder of Hippocrates, her name is Ann Wigmore. She came from Lithuania and she was a sickly child. Her surrogate grandmother was the village healer. And she not only was healing people with herbs and love and hugs and massage, but also during wartime over there, actually a crazy story, but she took Anne and some other little kids and hid in the ditch for two days while the soldiers were going through and killing people. They were like, what are we going to eat, Grandma? And she's like, don't worry. And they, she was picking roots and tubers and feeding that to them. They were eating leaves and stuff. So she learned a lot from her. Her parents left, come to the United States. They wanted to become bakers. Well, Grandma over there saved up her pennies and finally sent Anne over as a teenager, right? Kind of healed her up, sends her over there. Well, Anne got bad luck. She got hit in a horse and buggy accident and mangled her legs. They took her into the hospital and they said, hey, we're going to have to operate and cut her legs off, but we don't have time now. Bring her back in a couple weeks. So her parents didn't know what to do with her. They're running this business. So they're up at bakeries. They're up at three in the morning. They would literally take her and drop her on a, on a park bench at three in the morning and leave her there and then pick her up in the afternoon mm-hmm. after they were done with work. So here Anne is sitting here counting the, the hours, the minutes, the seconds until she's going to get her legs cut off. She literally couldn't do anything except she could reach under the park bench and she could grab the lawn grass. And she's instinctively, from probably what her grandma taught her, she started chewing the grass and swallowing the juice and then packing her wounds with the poultice that she was making. And she healed her legs. No kidding. Crazy. Wow. Dude, with lawn grass. Then she goes on standard American lifestyle in her 50s, gets stage four colon cancer and goes, maybe I should go back to the herbs and the grasses. So she went back to lawn grass and she starts juicing it and drinking it putting in the poultice over her stomach where the cancer was. And she started insulfating it, putting it up her bum rectally. And she heals herself of colon cancer, stage four, like on her own. She didn't go to a doctor or nothing. And then she's like, I have to tell everybody about it. I have to tell the world. So she has no money, no education. She can barely speak English. When she moves, she's 22 miles outside of Boston, this little town called Stoughton. And people are coming to her and she's helping them heal. This one dude, Victoris Kolvinskis, he was one of the top computer science minds of our time. Computer guys, you know, they're in front of a computer eating candy bars and coffee all day long, never sleeping. And he gets a cancer, stomach cancer. And this guy's like, well, maybe you should go see this woman. She helps heal people with food. She's Lithuanian. And Victoris happened to be Lithuanian. Hmm. So he goes out and sees her and she shows him the stuff and the wheatgrass up the bum and all this stuff. And, and he heals of cancer. This guy donates his time and his mind now to find out why it works. So he becomes the science behind the operation and was the visionary. Right. So... There's the whole story to this whole thing, but the reality is she heals herself with lawn grass. Later on, she's like, I wonder what grass is better. So she gets wheatgrass, ryegrass, lawn grass. She puts a whole bunch of barley grass down. She opens up the door. This is how Ann does stuff. She lets the dog in. The dog sniffs all the grasses and it goes and eats the wheatgrass. And she takes the dog out of there. That's called a lab experiment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no kidding. Then she, then she opens up the door and lets the cat in. I'm not I'm serious. This is a true story. The cat sniffs all the grasses and goes and eats the wheatgrass. That is called a cat scan. <laughs> okay. This is high tech stuff here. Now think about this. This becomes the mainstay. That's why they went to wheatgrass was because <laughs> literally because a dog and a cat went to it. Right. That's how she did things. If you go to... Oregon State University, one of the top phytochemical researchers in the world now, what are they researching? Wheatgrass. Why? Because they found out that wheatgrass out of all the grasses has more minerals. Barley grass has about 50 or so, but wheatgrass has like 92 of the 100 and whatever trace minerals, right? Yeah. And it has more phytochemicals and it tastes the best. So for taste 
and potency it had the most and didn't need Oregon State University to tell her this. She used a dog and a cat. She was very instinctual. She didn't get caught up in all the BS and all the science and all this stuff. She went with nature and that's it. And that's how Hippocrates got started. And the O in the Hippocrates logo is a bundle of wheatgrass coming up. So when you go there, there's a thing called a wheatgrass hut and they keep it full of fresh cut wheatgrass and you're going to juice two ounces twice a day. And you're also going to be putting wheatgrass up your butt rectally after doing enemas. That's part of your therapies when they're, you're there. And I had a guy that was 22 years old. We became best friends. His name's Adam. He's up from Barrie, Canada. Adam, if you're listening, what's up, buddy? Yeah. And he was crippled with pain, severe pain, like prostate issues in his 20s, eating terrible foods, you know, Arby's and, and Red Bulls. And he was going to leave. I talked him into staying. They had him put in wheatgrass up his butt five times a day. And I'm like, dude, how are you getting all the lectures in and doing all this stuff? He's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm lucky to get it in two, three times a day. It is powerful medicine within two seconds of that wheatgrass going into your colon. Yeah. It goes up the hepatic vein and it goes into the liver and detoxifies your liver. Two seconds. Boom. It's got oxygen. Remember oxygen is the byproduct of plants. So right. oxygen it's anaerobic, right? Or excuse me, uh, cancer's anaerobic viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus. So people's jacked up colons are being flooded with oxygen and knew this stuff instinctively. So that's why I put wheatgrass up my ass, Scott. That is a fantastic <laughs> answer because that CAT scan did it all. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give that credit. There was the wheatgrass manager, Michael Bergonzi, told that story back in 2010. I never forgot it. So I had to relay it to you guys. My God, cool. that's a funny freaking story. Holy shit. All right, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm going to hit you with the last two. How do you educate yourself? But what do you focus on? It's everything. In the mornings, I really work on my spiritual practice now. So I'm reading a book. I recommend this book to everybody. It's called Being in Love by Osho, O-S-H-A, or oh, excuse me, O-S-H-O. He will help you redefine how to look at stuff. It's helped me so much. Scott, I can't even, I can't even tell you how much it's helped me. I'm like, wow, this is like profound stuff. And it's cool. It's not like the dude wrote a book. I don't know if he's ever wrote a book. I guess he's got tons of them, but... It's just hmm. live Q and A's where somebody in the audience asked a question and they put that in a big bold and then he answers it. And then next question and answer. It's just a Q and A. You just read through these Q and A's. Yeah. All right, man. So I'm going to hit you with the last one. Ready? You yeah. get to leave the audience with whatever you like to tell them. Floor okay. is yours. I would say put yourself first. That's what I would say. I see so many of my clients. The reason why they're coming to see me is because they put themselves last. Um, they've been conditioned by society and by our parents. They'll put their kids first, their family first, everybody else first, and then a wheel falls off on their health, and then they can't help anybody. You know, 10 years ago, if you would ask me, who's more important, you or your kids? I would have said, my kids are more important. I don't know why I would have said that. I would just said it, and I never really thought about it. I thought that was the right thing to do. It's noble, whatever. Sure. Now, if you ask me that, I'd be like, me, I put myself first. I'm more important. And people are like, well, you're selfish. You're an asshole. I'm like, no. I lead by example because I want my children to put themselves first. It's monkey see, monkey do. I say, you know, mama bear teaches baby bear what to do. How? By living her life. She digs in the rotten tree trunk and she finds the grubs. Now the baby bear knows there's some food there. She takes him down to the river. There's salmon there. She's teaching him stuff. Oh, there's a big male bear. Get the heck out of here. We're going to bounce, right? Right. She's teaching him. The baby bear learns what to do from mama doing what's right for herself. I will still jump in front of a bullet for my children, but for me to teach them what I want them to do is I want them to put themselves first. You really think about it. If you're putting everybody else first, your health is run down. You're not happy with your life, your relationship. Is that what you want for your kids? Seriously? Right. You're just going to 
put yourself last and, and, and make yourself miserable for them. Let me tell you something. If you're listening here, and I mean this with all due respect and love, is that your kids are watching everything you do. And they could copy you and end up doing what you're doing. Maybe the contrast is there and like, I don't ever want to do what mom's doing or dad's doing. So they do the opposite. But so for me, it's about leading by example. And I want everybody to love themselves enough to put themselves first. And if you're not in a loving environment, then change it. Find some people that will support you. Plug in online with people like Scott or other people online that can give you some support. Join some groups or something where people are going to lift you up and not drag you down and put yourself first. It's the most important thing we can do, I think, as a society to get stronger. Because if you love yourself and you put yourself first, you set a good example. That's a gift to give to your children. Not that they'll take it, that gift, but that's the best thing you can do. You, you don't give gifts and take it back. You let it out there and let them take it. Do what they want with it. No doubt. Strong families, strong communities, strong nations, strong world. And it all starts with us putting ourselves first. Well said. It's kind of like, you know, you're on an airplane. They always say, put on your oxygen mask first, then help the children. Because if you try yeah. helping the children, you're fumbling around. I'll tell you, you that is done. the universal example right there. Everyone defaults to put your mask on first and then take it's care profound. of them. Right. And so many people, like I can't tell you how many clients are like, they start putting themselves first and they heal themselves. They heal their relationships. Everything gets better. Everything gets better. How about when you and I were talking yesterday, when you do do that, Sometimes you have the the other side saying, what the hell, man? Or who do you think you are? Or they get jealous or there's some kind of underlying just frustration with you because you're actually doing something for yourself when friends start pushing you away because you're putting yourself Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's like the old lobster theory. You like If you put a, a lobster in a bucket, every time that sucker will crawl out. But if you put two lobsters in a bucket, as soon as one crawls out, the other one grabs it and pulls the other one back down. That's just human nature. So you have to be very compassionate for these people. When they start hammering on you or like, what's she doing or what's he doing? You, oh, you think you're going to eat all healthy, are you now? Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, right. you're going to start working out. Yeah, right. That's going to last about 10 minutes. Like last year when you were going to do that yoga thing, like how long did that last? Right. These people are just projecting themselves. That's all they're doing. Right. Because they're, they're yep. not taking care of themselves. Just expect it from some people. And just roll with it and just be very compassionate with them and realize that they're just providing you contrast to let you more of what you don't want. That if you see somebody else in your life that's trying to improve their life to not be like that friend or that family member, support people and realize that, you know, one thing that really helped me is like when I look in somebody else's eyes, I know now that we're all connected. Like I am you and you are me. Yeah. There is no difference here. And we are all connected in a higher plane somewhere, right? We most certainly it's are. It's everywhere. It's like the force, baby, the rock, the tree. The, it's <laughs> everywhere. We are all connected to that. We're, we're, it's the ecosystem. We're we holographic, a, man. That's so, right, man. We're all connected. We're so all we got to love each other and um, you know, take care of each other and support each other. And if you start helping other people, you're going to help yourself. Yeah, if no, you no. ever are bummed out or you're feeling suicidal, go help somebody. Go create something. Those two things. Create, play music, create, write something, create, art, create. Or go help somebody. Go volunteer. That's going to get you out of that quicker than anything. We had Frank Shamrock on the show a few weeks back. One of the greatest stories uh, that I said, hey, what do you tell executives? Go for a walk for an hour. That's my best tip. I go, what? You see, I go for a walk for an hour. And he says, and when you go for a walk, make a friend. Just go say hi. He says, the stories that come back out of these executives' mouths is just <laughs> unreal. So he told me one of the stories, executive went for a walk, was having a 
kind of a bad day. Some things were going down. Didn't get into the details, but things were going down. And he met this woman, was an abusive relationship, had a runaway, no money, nothing besides a few dollars in her pockets because she just had to like get out and run. Something was going down with her as well. He's looking and say, oh, hey, how are you? He sat down beside her, said to have this amazing conversation. And then he took her in. He got her on her feet. Eight years later, they're still best friends. Just cool because story. he went for a walk. After hearing that story, I actually had tears in my eyes. I was like, holy shit, that was powerful. I mean, I just felt the energy coming off of it. It was unbelievable. Go for a walk, people. Help someone out. Yeah. Tim's right. I, I, I met Frank quite a few years ago in Chicago. Very cool guy. Yeah, he's got a really, he, man, his childhood. Yeah, yeah. Powerful, powerful stuff with him and his brother, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never seen them go at it, but I would love to see him go at it. I, I asked him, I said, hey, so who would win in a fight? He goes, oh, Ken, Ken would kick my ass in a New York moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch their fights? Like when he fought Gracie? Like it's I watched like, the Gracie fight. The Gracie yeah. fight was unreal. A lot of people didn't like it because they were just, Gracie was just in a, what the hell, the, the guard position the entire time. Mm-hmm. If you look closely at the technique of Gracie, but then the cardiovascular conditioning for both, with Gracie trying to hold him down, that fight was amazing. Yeah, it was. Unbelievably amazing. And just the, 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 the sheer stamina from both of them, the cardiovascular training. Because uh, Frank was telling me about his breathing technique and what they would do to recruit energy through oxygen. Mm-hmm. And then you start in Ken. Frankly, I don't know how at the end of that fight, how Gracie won because both sides of his He face looked were, like he got beat the hell up. Yeah, but that only happened in the extra round, in the tie break. That was it. Before that, he took the shot, but that's when all the spawns had happened. But he held on, so you have to give it to him. It was, it was a draw. Yeah. It was a cool <laughs> fight. I'm going to wrap it up. I uh, have an immediate connection with you. I can see it already. Thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate it. You yeah, a lot of, I really lot of gold nuggets. And real I really simple appreciate too. you having me on, brother. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Another episode, Healthcare 360. Tim James in front of us. You can check him out at chemicalfreebody.com. Use promo code of healthcare360. Check it out. And uh, Oh, yeah. Can I say something about that? Because when yeah. people go to my website the first time, we have a lot of products just to make it easy. Sure. And get yourself a, a discount. You can go to the products tab and then go to the savings bundles. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to stick your toes in the water, you can do a jumpstart bundle or you can go do what I do, which is a total energy and detox bundle. And I also add in a turmeric because I take that every time. At checkout, type in healthcare 360 and get a double discount. So that way they can get a double discount and we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. So if something doesn't work, call us. Okay. We will refund your money or we will find a different product or we will find another product. Cause I work with other supplement companies, you know, and there's other supplement companies. They may have 20 products, but two of them I would approve of. And then I'll show you that one if that's what we need to do. So we're about helping people get the right tools for their toolkit. I got to tell you about this. It's freaking bad. Is that the turmeric? Yeah. So nobody has this on the market. Somebody has a synthetic version, but they don't have the natural version. So when you're buying a turmeric product, you want it to be the 95% curcuminoids. Okay. This is the active in the root that causes anti-inflammatory compounds. So it's 95% curcuminoids. We found a study. I called TradeWeb. I'm like, dude, we have to make this. Because I want to get people's cellular inflammation down. Because if your cells are inflamed, you can't get nutrition in. You can't get waste matter out. The hormones, T1, T3, T4 can't communicate to the cell. Vitamin D, which is actually a hormone. All the hormones can't communicate with the cells properly because of inflammation. We need our cells communicating properly. 
this is why I built it, but it's also pain relief, back pain, arthritis, all that stuff. Most people are taking it for pain relief. So what we did is in this study, they took 63 people and they took the active, these curcuminoids, and they micronized it. This means they ran it through a mechanical process, makes it very tiny. It's like almost like nanoparticles small, and it goes through the blood-brain barrier. And then they suspended it in a liquid. When they did this, Scott, it was 185 times more absorbable and anti-inflammatory. So a lot of people are taking turmeric and it's oral tablets or swallow it and stuff. And it goes in there, but only 10 to 30% of it's getting absorbed. That's why they put black pepper with it because black pepper has piperine or piperine, however you want to pronounce it. It's a substance that helps increase absorption of nutrients. We don't need any black pepper because we're not going through the digestive tract. Literally, I swallow the spit out of my mouth. You shake it up really good. Just don't spill it on the clothing. I think it stains like a mother. You just squirt your mouth, swish it around. It disappears through the mucous membrane right into the bloodstream. And in five minutes, I will have my entire bloodstream completely engulfed in these microscopic curcuminoids, reducing the inflammation on a cellular level, making everything. It'll even make the root stuff, everything else that you're doing work better. And then it gets into the cells. And that's why people that take it for back pain, their blood pressure drops 30 points because it, it, it expands the veins, capillaries, and arteries. Or they'll take it for arthritis and their headaches go away. Wow. That's fantastic. It's awesome. I bought this bet. It almost broke me, but I got this machine now down at the lab that micronizes. I'm going to come out with a whole line of micronized products like this, but they're going to be 100% naturally occurring in nature. They're not going to be synthetics. Nobody's done this yet. And usually what people will do in a supplement is they'll take maybe 10% and micronize it. And then the rest is just regular because micronization is very expensive. Yeah. It cost me four times the raw materials to run it through that machine, the cost. I could probably sell this to at a doctor's office for like three, 400 bucks a bottle. One we, bottle? We, yeah, we retail it for 109 right now because it's new. I launched it at 67 for one bottle, 57 each for three bottles, and 47 each for, for six bottles. Just kind of get out there. It's already our number four seller. You're a workout guy. You start taking this, your recovery time cut in half. Wow. All right, I'll have to buy it's one. Cool, it's cool shit. And if they want any extra information, they got the show, The Health Hero Show, and there's a lot of good episodes in there if they want to go deep on detoxing or intermittent fasting or how to sprout. And like you said, we've got a lot of cool guests like you've had on too. Actually, I'm going to go listen to that one, learn how to sprout. That'd be fun. Yeah, it's a good one. We've had a lot, a lot of really good response from the, the sprouting episode. How to increase your nutrition up to 800%. Wow. All right. You're getting me hooked, man. You're getting me hooked. That's right, baby. Cool. Everybody, thank you again. (laughs) Appreciate you. See you for the next one. And that is a wrap. Nice job. Wealth and knowledge. You can see that 10 years of of passion and curiosity come right out of you. It was amazing. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, I bet you can tell because you interview a lot of people. And Michelle probably, not even probably, I know she gets, uh, she does all my editing for the shows and she's the we call her the magic maker she makes everything beautiful at the end of the day used to go in with a little bit of a script in the early days and she goes you're a lot better when you have an understanding and you go in with that curiosity so i try to go into that with a curiosity of what would an audience member who's sitting here ask and that's my only thought the entire time or if the story that comes off that's going to bring something else out go for it that's how i roll with cool. it man that's it it's pretty simple stuff well i really had an awesome time being on the show will help a lot of people that's it man that's awesome tim be good right. take care brother you too brother see ya i appreciate tim's willingness to share his story and don't forget to check out tim's website at chemicalfreebody.com 
And if you haven't already done so, don't forget to check out our Facebook community, the best and brightest of Healthcare 360, where I reveal everything that matters the most. From all of us with Healthcare 360, we thank you for your continued support. We'll see you for episode number 98. See you there.